Hey y'all, it's me, your girl, Kayla J, the host of Plug In With K Podcast. I just want to extend a very, very grateful thank you to all of you who are tuned in and continue to stay tuned and plugged in with me. If you would like to join us on social media or follow us however you want to do, you can follow us on Instagram at pluginwith.k. Follow us and like us on Facebook at pluginwithk as well as YouTube with more videos coming soon. And if you would love to listen to the audios as you are doing now, you are welcome to on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and so much more. Just search Plugged In With Faith. And once again, thank you for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Bye, y'all. Hey, y'all, and welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Plugged In With K. So, y'all, did y'all like that last episode that I did with all of my, all of, I guess I'll call them my bros, um, my brothers or whatever, that, that, you know? Now, I'm not going to lie to y'all. That episode, it went so much better than I thought it was going to go, simply because, like, I knew that was going to do a good job. But, y'all, they really knocked it out the park. So, shout out to all of them. And if you haven't listened to our last episode from last week, make sure to go listen to Uncovering. That's what it was. Well, not Uncovering. I'm sorry, y'all. Unmasking. It was called Unmasking. Look at me messing up on my own stuff. But, yeah. So, y'all, it is me, your host, Kayana J. And we are back, back, back with another topic, y'all. So, sitting with me. Tonight are two very special people to me that I've met this year. And y'all, they're just, y'all, I'm sorry, but I'm just laughing right now because, like, you can never be serious around there. So, y'all, welcome my two special guests. Welcome, Kira and Trail. Hey, y'all. Hey. How y'all they been? It's been eventful. It's been eventful? Yes. It's been, what, what you mean it's been even, uh, I, I, I don't know, but it, it's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. A lot going on? Yes. What about you, Troy? How was your day? I didn't do nothing today. <laughs> I went to one class, but now I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Y'all, it be the, everybody think that for college students, it be the days that you got, like, just a whole bunch of stuff that be the hardest days. No, it be the days you ain't got nothing to do. You got a whole bunch of assignments, but you only got one class and you just like, should I sleep? Should I eat? What should I do? It's just, I don't know. Nonetheless, here we are in tonight's topic, y'all. It's titled, Love Me, Love Me Not. Um. So tonight, y'all, we are talking about love and toxicity in the black community. Um, because this is still Black History Month, Black Power, y'all. Um, and we love Jesus. So, <laughs> y'all, Kira be doing it. She be killing me. But yeah, so we're gonna talk about this. Um, so first of all, when it comes to love, um, me being who I am and like the standpoint, the standpoint and the position that I'm in and just knowing like my relationship with Christ, I know that when it comes to love, um, thinking of a definition of it, God is love. Basically how he loves us is unconditional love. It's love that doesn't hurt. Like it doesn't hurt for him to love us. It doesn't hurt for us to love him. Even though sometimes we be thinking that it do, but God just be like, I still love you regardless of everything. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to talk about this topic because, you know, this February, everybody was just booed up last week and, and popping out and stuff. And I'm like, but all they really loving folks is they just doing this for show. Especially, I'm not going to lie to y'all, these African-Americans been popping out at the woodworks. You see relationships on social media. You see them everywhere. You see them in church. And, you know, we just want to talk about it. So, we know, um, I did a little research a few minutes ago. Not even for a lie, y'all. did <laughs> research a few minutes ago. And one thing is, um, in the black community, um, black love is a necessity that it's always just been there. It's like something that's like vital. It's like a key building block to like the black community, the black culture, right? So how is that portrayed? How is black love, how has black love been portrayed to us? Okay, so to me, black love, it's, 
question y'all 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 come tapping that a little early <laughs> my next question says how has the generational aspects of love harmed or damaged our perspective of love and going into what y'all was saying like honestly like going back to like the big mama and, and granddaddy days you know granddaddy had outside cheering he had a woman on the side and stuff but he still went home to grandma and stuff like that so i think that that right there and me personally like I, I I'm I'm not gonna I can't lie to y'all I wouldn't have been strong enough to do that I would have <laughs> been out there swinging fighting somebody Papa would have been on somebody t shirt we would have had fish fries and all this <laughs> like if I'm just being completely honest with you God's still working on me okay mm-hmm. He's still working on me I ain't fully delivered from some stuff but you know it's just like that right there that infidelity and stuff I think that in our in our the black community I think infidelity is like if you ain't got it, then do he really love you or do she really love you if you can't step or tip to the side and do this or step and tip to the side and do that. But at the same time, that breeds toxicity. Like, that's just toxic. To me, I say that's toxic because what ex- what type of example are you setting for the generations behind you? And I feel like a lot of us at times are like great-grandmamas and grandmamas and uh, our parents and stuff like that. They've gone off of that model where it's like, well, I'll forgive him 10,000 times. But at the same time, do you, I mean, I, I get that, but at the same time, we not, I'm going to say, we not we not called to be Jesus, right? right? And at the, uh, at the same time, like, that pain and stuff that we, we sweeping under the rug to say that we love somebody, but pain, love shouldn't hurt. Like, if I love you, it shouldn't hurt me to love you. Even though, like, sometimes in, like, family situations and stuff like that, it may. But at the same time, like, going back to that God is love thing, like, y'all, why you, why, that's what, like, I just, I never understood that. Just watching and looking back at, like, family history and stuff, it's just like, y'all, this is all types of wrong, and this is why we so toxic as a generation now. Like, what y'all, what y'all got? Like, how does, so I say that that has harmed our perspective of love because it showed us that, like, if it ain't toxic or if it ain't damaging or if it don't have, you know, if he don't beat me, stomp me, <laughs> beat me type oh stuff. Like, you, you think about it. It's not just stepping outside of, like, uh, like um, what is it, infidelity. Also tapping into, like, domestic violence and stuff. Well, I don't, you know, back then, I can't have a man if he don't hit me every once in a while. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? If a man love you, he'll beat you type of stuff. They used to say, if he if he, he hit you because he like you. Oh, uh-uh. See, I'm, I'm mm-mm. Would you, like, would you like a man to hit you? See, I can't do that. I just, 
No. At all. <laughs> Would you hit a woman? <laughs> but at the same time, it's just like, why you gotta put your hands on me if, if, for, for to prove that you love me? That goes into that toxicity of black of so-called black love. Right. Um, we see a lot of the times, um, um, the black man hate to say it like that, but the black man will lay his hands on the woman because he forced he forced his hand. So so to say, but. You know what I'm saying? No. I do okay. not. You know what I'm saying? I do, but I'm a little on the fence with both of y'all perspectives. Uh-huh. So, I, will, I won't really put all the blame on, you know, the old days, but that's all they knew. Their yeah. mission was to multiply yeah. and raise. So, today, we don't accept, you know, hardships in a relationship, so we break it off. We're like, people not getting married today as much as they did back then. You know why? Because we know we won't. We know how to filter all that stuff out and go through trials and tribulations to get what we want, actually mm-hmm. get what we want. So when you, uh, back in the days, you had to work it out. That's why today I'm like, oh, he just, he just, he just, because he loves you. He wants you to stay. Work it out with the man. That's like, they encourage that. They don't encourage the man to hit you. They just encourage you to work it out. So I wouldn't place the blame on, you know, the old days of like, oh, Say them because he hit me because he provided for me and my children. It was the fact that that's all they had to work with. Well, and they didn't really know what they wanted. Back then. Coming but, from that, let's let's go into not right stuff happening right now. Who is this little rapper that um him and his girlfriend be beating each other up? Out? Girl, <laughs> oh my god, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that is yeah. pure bread. Yeah, we all know that is pure bread toxicity, right? Well, that's like, that's, that's that's because they choose. That's crazy. He chooses to stay with her and she chooses to stay with him. He's scared, but he's going to... But, like, at the same time, you get, they were getting on social media, making fools of themselves, right. putting their hands on each other, yeah, and claiming, I love you, but you're sitting there crying. Like... She lose a baby? Yeah. It was... I don't want to say it's her fault, but I'm going to leave that. She lost the baby. But, honestly, like, that's what I'm saying. At the same time, that's toxic... That's toxic relationships, toxic intertwinings and stuff. And we got people here on social media finding it funny. Finding it funny and doing all this other stuff and I, you know, so our perception of black love is is, is crazy. Yeah. Or I or I if he um okay. And I, I was looking on social media one day and there was this thing, um, it was like this girl was saying that um he had uh her the man that she was with, it was he stepped out, but she kept taking him back and stuff like that. And so, y'all, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. To me, that burnt me up because like I'm not saying that I haven't experienced that because I have, but it's like once you know better, you do better. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, like, what are you it's just like watching people our gen in our generation it's just like y'all like you know that they don't want you for real but you just gonna still stick there and let them just basically deteriorate you simply because oh that's what i was taught by my family members or oh that's what i'm seeing now rather than, or i think this cute right i it's just um would you say that that type of like um behavior is like generational or do you think that it's because there's something that they want to do it can be both uh i'm not saying that it's always generational but some people they may be stuck in this cycle because that's all that they grew up seeing or maybe that's like all that they know but also people make their own choices at the end of the day so you if you choose to stay with somebody that's punching you in your eye and you can't see or <laughs> Y'all trail face is killing me. Or if you choose to stay with somebody. And to me, one thing that I was always taught is that in a, abuse is not always physical. Abuse can be mental. It can be emotional. It can be physical. It can be anything like that. So staying with somebody that is abusing you, no matter what form it is, it could be emotional, 
um, mental that's abusing you. Why would we? Why are? Why would we even? You know, and sometimes like, being that I've been in a relationship where I was like emotionally and mentally abused, um, to me it's like a lot of times we get stuck in those toxic moments or in those toxic instances because we just like a lot of our generation that was like me at that point in time we just wanted to feel loved we just wanted to feel important we just wanted to feel like we were needed we were wanted and we was doing that by any means necessary rather than finding out who we really were and trying to find what we really needed just accepting anything which i would say what was going on back in the generations before us What y'all think? That's good. I'll take it. Because, because like, it's just, like, at the same time, at the at the same time, it's more of a, I say it's more of a personal thing. Because when you get fed up, you know what you t- accept, you know what you wouldn't accept. But at the same time, if you're struggling with trying to find who you are, you'll find yourself in situations that with people that basically, instead of pointing you to who you are, they t- deteriorating you, they tearing you down. And you think that because it's love, oh, I got to, this This is what I, you, you know what I'm saying? And you, you see that a lot. So it's just, it's just crazy. Sometimes, most of the time, I wouldn't say that they perceive it as love or they can take it as love Um being like verbally, mentally, emotionally, and physically abusing people, I think it's a, the fact that they're still holding on to I can change him or I can change her or mm-hmm. I can wait for him to change or I gotta stay down to the come up. I think it's more of that more than just for outweighing the bad of he's doing this because he loves me. He don't really do this to nobody else. He's just doing this to make me mad and stuff like that. So, I don't know. It's two sides to everything, but I stick to the side of it's love from both sides, but love on one side is stronger than the other. And sometimes you have to know your limits. And when your limits come, that means you go to the next person, you find what you need, you find what you want. Yeah. That's how they go. I think most of the time people are afraid to actually move on. That. Because they feel like once they move on, they're going to miss something from their last relationship. Mm-hmm. And then that's when, if they do decide to move on, they start um, tallying up the things that went on in their previous relationship until the relationship they have with somebody now. And that's when they kind of like, I won't say miss your blessing, but you know what I'm saying, miss what you have now in the present. It's so like, because they're thinking so so much in the past. So I think it's another, like, I don't want to say toxic, toxic problem, but like, it's another problem that happens in relationships in general. Yeah. You ever watch the movie Astromony? Yeah. yeah. That's the basic <laughs> explanation of you moving on from a situation you think is going to better you, which it it will, but you looking back on that situation too much and it end up tearing you apart because you're looking like, why did he do that with me? Like, what makes me want to change now? So it kind of, it, it makes you mad. And it kind of like is an example of staying down to the come up, but I feel like in that situation, she mm-hmm. waited too late to leave if she so wanted to leave. Yes. But since she did leave, he did give her what he promised her, but he gave more to the woman he was with. Did. She didn't want money though. She wanted, she wanted exactly that what, what he gave to that woman. The right. love, that, that support that she was giving him, like pay it back. But he didn't pay it back until she finally knew her worth and left. And she had to look back on the situation where he finally started to treat people good. So, so that, that breaks your heart. Right. So let me ask you this <clears throat> Do you think that a lot of times in our generation, the way we approach relationships, do we fully explain to the other person what we truly need or, or do we just go with the flow? What What do y'all think? Because me personally, sometimes, like speaking from my own experiences, I never, we never just really sat down and talked about like what we really needed from each other. And it was a more of, I found myself giving more and not receiving the same stuff that I was giving, right? So that comes with like being taught how to properly approach relationships, which is something that we lack. Like that, that's something that we lack today. And so, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna say something <laughs> y'all lack because me, I make sure that's like at least one of the first conversations 
I could, we have together, like what we need, what we need from the person, like what's the deal breaker? You are supposed to discuss deal breakers. Like it's not just like people, when people think of deal breakers, they think of like cheating. Um, you take the other girl, you like that's not none of that. I'm talking about deal breakers of communication. Like if you can go 24 hours without communicating with me, 16 hours without communicating, eight hours without communicating with me, that is a deal breaker because that's like, one of mine. You could have told me. That you had class that you was gonna be <laughs> class all day. You had right, class. like you could have been like, "Hey boo, I'm sorry. I, I hey boo, I, I mean, I'm I got a bid today, but I'm I'm gonna text you when I'm, I can. I'm gonna text right. you at eight p.m. because I got a class at seven forty-five. You could have told me that instead of making me right. wait twelve hours. And so that's something that. So being that I've been in relationships where I didn't set those boundaries or yeah. whatever, like now going to like trying to date now from there, it's like a whole paradigm shift. It's just like, I got this, 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 X, Y, and Z. And a lot of my friends, they be like, dang, Kayana, you ain't going to find nobody with all that. Or they be like, goodness, Kayana, you want him to jump across the moon. But it's not that. It's just that, like, my expectations, it's just like, I've been in situations with, with, with young men where it's just like, uh-uh, uh you, you just ain't finna have step over here. I'm already, I'm already started people with the little, with their socks on, with the holes and come with your shoes on. You know what you want. Yes. That's like, that's what I love about like the younger generation. Mm -hmm. You go from one relationship and you take that, you take a lesson from each relationship you're in. You don't just take the negative and bring it with you on your back. Right. You take what you learn, like you didn't communicate well. Okay, I want somebody to communicate well every day with me. I found that. Somebody who's not good with keeping it true with me, so I want I want that never So you got you got communication and you got honesty, but this one like the chief. So you gonna move to this relationship with communication, honesty. Oh, communication, honesty, and someone who is faithful. Like you just take a lesson with you every relationship you go. It doesn't make you a a harlot or you know a <laughs> pass around because you don't have to give your goods to everyone that you meet. You can just mm -hmm. like set a mm -hmm. boundary like. I'm not gonna do this with you, and I don't even know like if you're gonna be like faithful to me. So set that boundary. That is important. You young, set your boundary. Don't just go into a relationship and think somebody love you. Set your boundary. What you have to say, Kiki? Okay. <laughs> um, it wasn't like you. Okay. So me personally, I'm a more of a go with the flow type person. But at the same time, if I if I feel as ill things need to be said, I will have a sit down and we will talk it out. And if you feel like I'm in the wrong, then that'll be the end of it. I hate to say it, but that's what it is. Now, when it comes to setting boundaries, I don't, I, I can admit, I don't do it. I don't at all. I can what? Say, I can say, like, okay, this is me. But the, 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 I've been there before, so I, I can't judge. And I hate to say it, but sometimes it seems like I'm, I'm being a push-up relationship, but that's when it comes into the generation thing of people pleasing and stuff like that. And that's the habit that I'm breaking out of now because I feel as if if that trail say he ready to go somewhere now, I'm gonna pay, I'm gonna stop whatever I'm doing now and we're gonna handle what he got to do. And I and I, I had to learn that that's not that's not how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a, at least a 50-50 effort. Yeah. If not 75, 25. No saying. But um me personally, I no, I don't set boundaries, but I'm learning to set boundaries. Yeah. It's something that I'm learning. And I do agree with you when you say you take something out of your relationship and you bring it with you. But, Boy, you know, it, it kind of, I ain't going to say it's hard, but it's like, it's kind of rough these days. It, it's uncomfortable finding, finding what you like, what you want out of a person in a world of people who looking for quick flings and all this other things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Becoming me, 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 I'm finding God and it's hard trying to balance you know, your personal life, your spiritual life, and your your school and stuff like that. And then when you come to a relationship like that, it kind of like tips it off scale because they not as, I'm going to say it's equal as you, but they not they, looking at the same, the, looking yeah. at things the same way you look yeah, at yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They, you know, it's okay. kind of complicated. Yeah. Well, on that, I want to say this okay. to all the listeners out there. <laughs> you are too young to be stressing yourself over finding somebody to love you. Get yourself together first. You got a lot of years to go. Do not be 18, 19, worried about why your man cheated. He's young. He wants to find something. He's finding himself. You're finding yourself. Do not stretch yourself between your spiritual life, your personal life, your social life, and your education. Do not stretch yourself at all. If you think you don't need a man right now, do not go seeking no man. Let it come to you. 
If you think that you got your education on deck, you need your spiritual life together, get your spiritual life together. Don't be looking for no man while you're your spiritual life together. It's going to stress you out. That's what I want to say to the listeners. Out so before, before y'all say something else, something that, so I have uh, figures that are like big brothers to me. And one of them, he, um, he was talking to me and uh, we were just having like a good conversation or whatever. And one thing that he said to me that's like stuck with me or whatever, he said, try, he said, when you know who you are and you try to get with somebody that don't know who they are, that's gonna, that, that ain't nothing but trouble. And so when he said that, I was like, mm-hmm. And then he was like, yeah, I'm talking about that last week you was with me. <laughs> y'all, I was like, good minute, you ain't gotta drag me through the mud. Like, I'm delivered now. We need to carry them The Lord didn't deliver me from the problems. But at the same time, you know, like, when you're going through that, it's just like, yeah, oh, me. I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> you bring those problems with yeah. you. Yeah, I feel as if uh, relationships are very much um, blown out of proportion, and I feel like it's a five out of ten. Would not recommend, in my opinion, because they ghetto. It's like the day that <laughs> relationships so much as if you need a relationship in order to survive throughout anything in your life, like. My little brother, sorry, some my little brother, if you listen to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he needs, if he break up with one girl, he needs to have 20 more on the side. And I'm looking at him, I'm like, I understand you're young, but come on, man, slow down. <laughs> I, mean, I know you know what you want, but come on. So I just feel like relationships are like, is instead of it being a want, or you know what I'm saying, yeah. something that you could, that you think about you could have, it's something that they feel like that they need. And I feel like whenever a, late, a relationship becomes a necessity, that's like when you know something wrong. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you putting relationships over schoolwork, you putting relationships over self-care, mm-hmm. you putting relationships over God, and he the one that gave you the doggone relationship. Oh, what is going on? You ain't paying your Netflix bill because you're trying to send him some money. <laughs> you sitting there talking about, I don't know what I'm going to eat. You down there in your prayer closet. God, 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 I need you to help me. I only got five dollars in my name and I need gas to get yep, to work. And you done sent this man your money. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, at the sun, it's just like, y'all, let's be real here. Now, okay. I'm not down relationship. I'm not down. Oh, no, that's not what we do. I see the beauty in some of them, but like, sometimes I feel like some people just have that, that need and that desire to like, say, oh, I need me a woman that do this and they do that. And I'm like, sir. You, do you don't know how to be by yourself. You, you don't know how to be by yourself. You, you gotta, gotta be independent. You ain't looking for your mama. Oh, you looking for your mama. Stop searching for your mama and these young girls because these girls not gonna, they not gonna <laughs> wipe up after you and take care of you like your mama would. So that's what I want to say to the men out there. Don't look for your mothers and, and women because that's that's not healthy for your relationship because you're gonna think that women supposed to do everything any and under you, and that's not healthy for her because she's gonna lose herself. Was gonna cause you to like degrade on her or top down on her because you think she's not fulfilling your mother's role. And that's, that's what when I all women say. turn bad. All and that's when women bad. start searching for or raising. Mm, I'm gonna get a lot of backlash. <laughs> raising their sons and what they want in a man, and that's not healthy as well. Because now you're raising a man who want a mother, but you raising a son who you want to be your man. That's not healthy at all. Mm. Let's talk about it. <laughs> It's just like what what was the movie uh with Tyree's baby boy? Yeah, yeah. Yes. They hold on to their sons a little too tight, and I'm feeling now like riding a bike. But <laughs> I'm so dead. Oh, but like at the same time, it's just like what what is what is going on with us? It's just like we it, to, to be honest, if you just look at it, like me, I don't really like just looking at relationships and watching relationships and stuff. I'm like, y'all, y'all done bumped y'all heads. Like, oh, Jesus. What is going on for? The Lord finna come back y'all out here. Just bothering and worrying about where your boo at. Where you at? I'm gonna put that on the t-shirt. Worry about where your boo at. Where you at? Where you at? What's your credit score? Oh, 
That's gonna hit them right there. What's your credit score? Well, do you know how to do your taxes? Well, I'm working on my credit score. <laughs> I'm working on. I'm, I'm working on. I'm taking care of me. I'm working on. Or like, you know, what can you bring to the table besides you want to just be in a relationship? Like, what what can you bring? Honestly, first of all, what can you do? That's a big thing, relationships too. Like, you gotta know what you bring and the other person bring because if. If you don't, then something going the, the table gonna be unbalanced. Something and let's happens. talk about the table. It's the men will throw in their finances, their protection, their guard on the table, and ask what a woman can bring. But women can bring But at the same time, women, even though a woman can bring us to the table, the same thing men can bring and at the same it's time. It's not even that. Like I wouldn't. If you okay, if you're a man who are who securing his position in a relationship or a household and you don't want your woman to provide any finances or anything like that to the relationship or the table, you shouldn't be asking what she brings to the table because when you need love, who do you go to? And don't say you can pay for a prostitute because that's not fitting in your love. That's not filling that hole in you. You want somebody who can love on you and nurture you and bear your children, raise your children in a loving home, create that safe space, you know, that, that positive aura around your home. And I hate when men ask me, like, what can you bring to the table? And I saw this this, um, this interview, and he was like, I can pay for food. I can pay for someone to keep my house clean and stuff like that. What do you bring to the table? And she was like, I love on you. And he was just speechless. And I was like, <laughs> I'm going to write. She was what? Speechless. Speechless. But at the same time, I think that one thing that we neglect to um, look at is that well, I want to say that we neglect to look at one thing that we look at mostly and that we try to put into their our, our gender roles. We we try to put that into relationships, right? Yeah. We'd be like, well, I'm the woman and the woman has to be domesticated. She got to cook, clean, wash, fold, do all this, do my laundry, have my clothes out and all this other stuff. And, I'm, and the men is just like, I just got to go to work and do this. But what do you do? Okay, I'm talking about like myself, me. Those for those people that know me, know me personally, they know that I wouldn't say that I, I, I would say that I am a independent being who trusts God more than anything. Right. I depend on him. Right. And even though there's some things that I can't do for my own self, I'm going to go get on my knees and pray about it before I be out here begging other people to, you know, help me. I'm not saying, you know, that's something being being able to be vulnerable. That's something I'm working on within myself. But at the same time, like, just because I was or just because I'm this person mm-hmm. that um, just because, okay, I'm saying like this, just because I'm a female doesn't mean that I have to play the role of a damsel in distress, right? Mm-hmm. I'm here to get studying to get a degree just like he, just like a, a young man is. I can go get a job and go get a good paying job just like a young man can right now when it comes to that it ain't no gender roles if you wash clothes i wash clothes you wash them i fold them you cook i cook it ain't no gender roles in it right but at the same time it's the we it's just like everybody's stuck in this where she gotta do this and she gotta do that he gotta do that he gotta do that um, it ain't no gender roles. It's just whoever get it done. And that's something that, like, me and my perspective, that's my perspective of it. Like, if if he a better cook than me, cook, <laughs> he gonna cook. Now, if he, you know, am I not gonna cook? No, I'm gonna cook, too. But if he, let's say, I don't like washing clothes. Let's say if that was me, and he did. Oh, okay. Me, I don't, I can't stand folding clothes. I got clothes right now that I don't wash. They still sitting in the basket because I don't like them. I don't like to fold them. That's my thing. They say you're supposed to fold them soon. They come up and Yeah, but who got energy for this? But if he likes to fold clothes, okay, everybody, watch you fold teamwork. Get stuff get done. If look, if I cook. These dishes gotta get washed. Hello, you can at least help me. It ain't no gender roles in that. They today's relationship standards they have made into a competition. Yeah. Men, since we're speaking on black love, I'm gonna say black men because it's very common. They hate to see an independent woman. When they think of independent woman, they think of a woman who don't need a man. Yeah. She don't need a man. She wants a man. She wants you. 
you don't have to look down on her just because she can do for herself. Yeah. You call her like, and it's where stereotypes and labels come in. Like, angry. Oh, she's too masculine. She's too angry. She's too aggressive. I, don't, yeah. I need a soft woman. You want a soft woman to spend your money? When she spend all your money, what you gonna do? Complain? You need somebody that know how to save. Exactly. And it's gonna tell you, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. You ain't gonna be out there doing all that. Exactly. Or you, uh-uh, we, we got this bill coming up. We got that bill coming up. We gotta save. We gotta put back. A woman that knows, okay, we got this much money. I'm gonna put exactly. this much in the savings. We ain't gonna spend our, our full taxes and we saving up to buy a house. Exactly. And we in an apartment. You get what I'm saying? Ooh. Somebody that got, somebody that got money stashed to the side. Right, to help out, you know. Well, babe, well, first thing we're going to do is pay these tithes. We're going to get a little his and call it a day after that. Then yeah. we're going to do whatever we do with that. Like, exactly. uh, you got to know, like, or maybe, like, at the same time, it ain't no gender roles in that, right? Oh. Maybe if he's better with money. Because one thing about it, I'm not going to say I'm just the best with money. I'm going to say sometimes. Be buying stuff I don't need to be buying. I be crying by the later. Yeah, sometimes I be on my knees. I be like, Jesus. And then God be like, well, I gave you the money. And he be like, but I don't see it. <laughs> 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 but you know, it's, about, it's just like learning how to manage money. But let's say that he's more, he's more, he's wiser with money, right? Don't be like, well, I'm the woman at this house. Maybe whoever got the better skills, you learn from each other. You pull and learn from each other because from what one has, the other one may not have. You can pull and learn from each other. That's what that is. It's teamwork. It's about building each other up and it's about putting in the spaces as you go along. Don't think that just because a woman can hold her own that you don't have to be there or she don't need you or you can just sit around and just treat her any kind of way. You can add to that. Don't think she got it all together because she probably don't or she don't. Add to that. Contribute. Don't just think like, don't think that she don't need you. Like, she needs you for something. And don't think that he don't need you because he was, because there's some young men out there that have been taught how to take care of themselves, how to get up, wash clothes, cook, stuff like that. That don't make them less of a man. That just means. An independent man. (laughs) (laughs) You don't need no woman. He's an independent man. I know that's right. Exactly. That that just means that he was raised right. So what do you mean for the woman? If she was was doing, she she was raised the same way uh, an independent man. I don't know if y'all see my Air Force or nothing. Independent (laughs) man was raised the same thing. The same thing. The right way. You consider both of them an independent man or woman or just consider them out? Call it, I wouldn't call them independent because all of us we're supposed to be independent. You, you, you like, like it's like we were just saying. You shouldn't have to be dependent on needing somebody. You should be okay within yourself to take care of yourself. Because what, what you doing until they come? Exactly. Hello, what is you doing? You are you preparing yourself? What you what you doing if you you know you trying to take care of yourself and he he like well what what can you do I got a college degree okay what do you do I got a college degree but I don't do nothing I don't take care of myself I don't wash my clothes I don't cook I don't do nothing general studies when my man come along to pick me up and take care of my bills and buy me you ain't sitting around that's that I think this everybody want to be a housewife now oh but you know, it, it's very common. Majority yeah. of them on TikTok, I'm saying, whatever side I'm on, and it be these pick me, these pick me women. They be like, they be a grim with a toxic and like misogynistic stuff. And I be like, girl, stand up, come on now. I remember, um, Fantasia got a lot of backlash because like she expressed her feelings on how she think a man should take lead in a relationship, and how she like she lets him control like the aspect of the relationship, yeah. and she just follows because that's her role. That's her belief. You mm-hmm. don't gotta project that onto everybody. everybody. And that was just, I don't know, I just wanted to say that because like, that was a problem. I don't say it was a problem for me, but I didn't agree with it, but that's her life. You gotta be mad at that. So, yeah. a, a black man taking over as in, how do I say this? Relationship wise, is it like I, I pay the bills and you just do whatever? No. So basically the way Fantasia was doing it, Fantasia was saying it biblically. She wasn't yeah. saying she wasn't oh, okay. saying it like, well, he do this and he do everything. No. Fantasia was saying that I submit to him as the head of my household, meaning yeah. that from the head, right? Mm-hmm. He is my covering. He is over all of protection. us. He is oh, our protection. Yeah. Stuff like that. 
basically meaning that whenever I can't get a prayer through or whenever something is going wrong in this, right, he is the head first. He is the one that can go to God, right? Not saying that the woman can't, but that is their covering, right? We are one, but women tend, but women are the weaker vessels, not meaning that we not just, no, this is what I mean. Not saying that we just weak. I'm saying that there's some things that us as women, we can't handle or go through because we don't have the same strength as men. I'm no listen, like pause from a spiritual standpoint. Spiritual standpoint, yeah, that's what I'm saying. From a spiritual standpoint, it's like yeah, like that. Now I'm not saying that women ain't as strong as men because there are some. There's women out here doing everything, but still at the same time, when you get with somebody, it's nice to have a covering over you. It's nice to have somebody that allows you to be feminine. Somebody that you ain't got to be and just. Bulldog all the time. Somebody that allows you to move in your feminine role. So, yeah. So, that being said, you projected of a woman having that covering. Is it the same for a man? Like, what if a man wants that in a woman? What if he wants someone to, like, let him bring his walls down and just, like... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what it is. But the man being the... Spiritual household, right? It's going back that spiritual thing. That's going back to Adam and Eve, right? That's I think what it's just they, very traditional. It's going back yeah. to Adam and Eve. It's going back. It's like you got to do your own biblical research on it, right? I'm not forcing my beliefs yeah. on nobody, nothing like that. Like you can believe how you want to believe, but that's how I believe, right? The man is the he. The man is <clears throat> the head, but at the same time, there are times like in what I'm being taught in. Uh, my ministry and stuff like that. The man is not always the head all the time because there are times when he is weak. There's times he need covering, right? That's when the woman is the head, right? So it's it's not just, a, oh, he's put in this position all the time and ain't nobody else. It's basically we are working together. Right. That's what that is, basically. So do you think that now uh, a lot of people kind of like miss that point when it comes to relationships? <clears throat> and they don't take into the fact of that the man should be the head of the household, but um, uh, how can I put this? Now we see a lot of women standing up and you know taking forth, taking place stuff like that. Do you think that a lot, like when it comes to like the new people and stuff like that, do you think that they forget that not the man's supposed to, but you know that their standpoint where the man is the head of the household and everything else falls in line? Honestly. <clears throat> Me personally, when it comes to women taking over stuff, it just, to me, that shows that they haven't let down their masculinity in a sense. Simply because, like, this is what I'm saying. Like, to me, it's like whenever you, let's say there is a uh, situation or something and you need to be protected yourself, right? What you gonna do? Protect the man or let him protect you? In that sense, that goes, um, that goes back on how you how you raise, yeah. Beliefs. But also at the same time, it's like you were saying, it's how people believe. Mm-hmm. Like some people may not believe how I believe, and I, you know, I understand it and I respect it. But at the same time, it's just like however you perceive that and however I perceive that. That's just yeah. how they, you know. Well, that goes back to equal energy. Like, I don't know. I'm in the fence with that. That's equal energy. I feel like it depends on where your standpoint is and like where yeah, you are spiritually. I wouldn't say like women take leadership because they haven't laid down their masculinity, or like it's bad for them to have masculinity. I'm not saying that. It's just like protection goes both ways. So yeah. you want it for yourself. But no, I'm saying in the sen- I'm saying as in the sense as the woman is. Basically, playing the role of husband and wife. Yeah, playing the role of I wouldn't even say wife. Playing the role of husband, like the man is playing the role of the wife. That's how. That's what I'm talking about. So would you say single mother? No, not I'm not saying single mothers. I'm saying like if you're in a relationship with a man and that man can't talk, he can't do this, he can't do that, and you like aggressive and barking at him and stuff mm-hmm. or you just like basically like you you putting on the boots and the and the, the head the hard hat and stuff and he you know you get what I'm saying yeah 
would say it's more a problem in a relationship and not having to deal with masculinity and feminine energy because that's like that's just him being a pushover or him being used to that so he accepted and she just took advantage of that yeah or she was raised like that and she raised to be tough and hard and he was just like he just accepted it and he just bowed down so that's the problem you have to determine it when you get into a relationship. That's what we're talking about. Determining and yeah. setting up your state your purpose in this relationship or move on. Mm-hmm. He didn't state his purpose. She took over. She got used to it. He's sitting there like a little puppy dog. Who fought his dad? <laughs> you the man. So when it comes to stating your purpose in something like this, do you think that people should get mad when you state your purpose? Or like, let's just say you pop into somebody now and y'all, you like, I want to have a conversation. Like, why? Are you interested? Are you interested in me? And like, what's what's the purpose of this? Like us talking now? Do you think people should get like offended when you do that? Honestly, if they get mad, then what did you get mad for? For me, just like, asking that question. Like, I'm here for a good time, a long time, and I was I was hoping you was doing the same. You know, I'm hoping you on the same thing. Well, your hopes are wrong. Thank and you. it's like they they feel like or like it it get totally twisted. Up. Like you just be like, well, I want this, and I want that. And they was like, well, I want this, and I was like, and you gotta be there, like. My wants are not the same as yours because so, what you want is something. If you get you get my gist, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, then you learn. Then that's when you know. Be like, oh, that ain't it. Got to look. Got to take step up. Don't settle for that. When you settle, that that creates a toxic relationship. I yeah. think it, it creates an endless cycle, and you don't feel like it. And eventually, it's gonna get normal to you. Yeah. Not. And what you do way. is you carry that on into the next relationship, right. or if you move on to relationship. Because you just settled for that when he basically told you he didn't want it, he didn't want what you wanted, or she didn't want what you want. You it created a bad space. I, I've been in this situation mm-hmm. before. Um, I had an ex. He told me, he was like, um, I don't want this. I don't want that. Cool. And so when I was like, well, I'm done with this. You don't want to date me for real. I'm, I'm gone. Deuces. Right. And, well, no, I want to date you now. And I put my brakes and dated this man. You get what I'm saying? And it was like, he still didn't know what he wanted. We're in a relationship and you, you know, communicating outside the relationship with other individuals and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I'm going through this. I'm going through that. Pause. Also, before I get back into that, there's this thing that I'm going through something. Uh, that's, that's supposed mm-hmm. to be like a get out of jail free card for toxicity and ignoring and ghosting and stuff. That's supposed to be like a get out of jail free card. I'm going through something. Mm-hmm. But I saw a post on Facebook today. It says, let's stop using that excuse of I'm going through something in order to avoid people because we all going through something. I feel like if we are in a relationship, this happened to me before. Now, I'm sorry if you miss me too, I'm sorry. If we relationship now, <laughs> we relationship now, and you supposed to go through something, all of a sudden you ghost me, what was the purpose of me being here if we're supposed to go through certain things? Right. You know what I'm saying? Why would you turn around and, and, and go off on your own and create more problems for, on yourself when you have somebody to lean on and talk to when you, you know, you stand, yeah. you know, you feel like you don't have nobody, but I'm, I'm in your corner and you just overlook me. What was the purpose of that? But then also at the same time, when it, even with that, you got to have boundaries in that. Because mm-hmm. some people, they'll trauma dump on you. Mm-hmm. And then this thing, you know, you trying to clean their life with a mop. And they over there still taking hammers and tearing mm-hmm. stuff up. <laughs> because they know you always going to be there to clean it up. Mm-hmm. And fix it. Or, 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 try, or trying to put super glue on, on, on situations. On so I mean it's just with that I just did something like that too. Well I experienced something like that. Like just I don't, I'm like, oh, two weeks, no text. Okay, I'm done. Then we broke up. So And then then they come to go back to normal when they come back. Yeah. Hey stranger. When oh, I'm a stranger now. Yes, that's what you. When you express that, like, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. If I know that's how you move, that's establishing your boundary and establishing what you want. Yeah. Know what you want. Don't lose yourself trying to find them with them because mm-hmm. they ain't found they self yet. They ain't find they self. They're supposed to do that on their own because you find yourself on your own. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. So, do what is what is y'all take on waiting on somebody when they supposedly going through something? Yeah. Oh, um, do you would you wait for them or would, is it like I'm not future? 
I'm not Tim's. I ain't finna wait on you. <laughs> but see, like, what I mean is, like, let's say if you like, well, I, I, I my, my life just hard. What do you mean? You ain't the only person with a hard life. Right. Like, we all facing tough situations. And if you feel like, well, I feel like we're not obligated to wait on people because I've been in it too. I I, I just got to get myself together. Then we're going to get back together. But you call yourself getting yourself together, talking to other people. Oh. Girl, I ain't going to lie. I'm, I'm embarrassed. I waited that's kind of on a, a selfish aspect. Yeah, well, yeah. Because you thinking that? Oh, I'm gonna always be here. Y'all agreeing with the wrong thing. Hold on, wait. People do feel like my bad. My bad. When people like tell, like when y'all say like, um, mm-hmm. the person who goes off from like they ghost you, but mm-hmm. it's not really a ghost. It's like things going on in my life. Let me take a step back from this because I don't have time for this right now. No, they don't Why communicate yeah. that yes, they taking okay. a step back. Well, it's why just you telling me, me that you I need a step communication, back. but everybody was not raised. I, I ain't gonna say raised. Everybody doesn't deal with problems the way everybody else would Yeah, do. I get that. No, I'm getting it. But from the outside on the inside. Right. Okay. So you can't think how you think and think they think the same way because they're not thinking about you. They're mm-hmm. thinking about what they got going on right so, now. So, so you saying we're just supposed to wait the two and a half weeks? You're not supposed to wait. You're supposed so, to move on because you know what you want. But what do you this is the question that we saying. We saying she was asking, like, do are you obligated to wait on somebody if they say, like, hey, I want you, I'm I'm finna go do this. Will you like can you wait on me? I don't know how long. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what we were saying. That goes like if you pursue me and then something like that happen and you ghost me, I'ma just sit, sit there and look stupid because I'm like, I thought you said you wanted me. Well, did yeah. you establish a relationship with that person? The relationship, the relationship was there. But ghosting there. without just just not even saying, hey, I'm going through something. Um, let's take a break and, and you wait on me. I'm no, like, it, it ain't even that. It's just like this disappear. No phone calls. Right. Don't answer the phone. But I'm on social media while and out doing living my best life. And you know what you hey. do? That's the problem. You know what I'm saying? Don't dwell on that. Move on. You know what you want. If he just displays something that you don't want, and that's a big thing, communication. That's commu- commu- y'all know the big that's communication. It's a big thing for both of y'all. I know that it is. Because you expressed it and you expressed it. If he violated that trust of communicating with me before you leave. I'm about to move on to something else. You about to see me flourish. I ain't gonna block you. I ain't gonna. I'm gonna unfollow you, but uh, that follow back button still gonna be there. So you gonna watch me flourish. Uh, Three months. I'm in my relationship, honey. We I, together. I'm not gonna lie, y'all. I be blocking my exes because I'm blocking. <laughs> blocking. Blocking is a blessing. Let me That's tell you why. No, no, no. But no. the reasons the reasons why I block is because after relationships, after things have ended. I've had exes that didn't know their boundaries. Mm-hmm. I've had exes that still think you can call me out the blue and talk to me about your situations with your with your new girlfriend. No, sir. We don't do that over here. And that's why you blocked. Or you see my, my pictures and my posts on Instagram and Snapchat and stuff, and you so beautiful and all this other stuff, but you with somebody else. Like, no, sir. You blocked. You don't know boundaries. Or simply because, like, why did you block me? I like you because you don't know boundaries. What you mean? I don't know boundaries. It's my phone. You pay my phone? I feel, phone. Like, I feel like blocking. I don't use a block button. If you look at my block stuff, ain't nobody in it. It's dry. Bone dry. Yeah, blocking is the last resort for me. If I feel like if we done broke up and it, it's been a messy breakup and you feel like you, you need to block me, block me. I'm not going to block you though. So when you come back, you're gonna feel kind of stupid when you block me and I'm not gonna yeah. Well, I blocked them because in, in situations the way that my relationships have ended, it was to a point to where like one um situation, it was like very, very hurtful. Mm-hmm. And so just looking at him, right, before just looking at him, seeing him, because it was like I was doing things or I was there for you and there for you. But at the same time, it wasn't no reciprocation. And you out here just living your best life. Like, what happened between us wasn't traumatic at all. And uh, I had to block that. But on the other instance, I blocked that so that I could heal. Because me, 
I like being on, I'm not gonna lie, I like being on Instagram and scrolling and stuff and liking pictures and stuff. And me, that's the quickest way for me to be get sad and depressed and stuff. Cause oh, he doing that and that. So you, you you see your ex move on something like that. You you actually see that you'll fall back into what, no, what no, I'm, I'm I'm saying like right after the breakup. Uh-huh. That's me. I when I would break up with or when whenever our relationship would end. Still be on your Instagram page trying to see what you talking. But God done delivered me from that. Y'all just don't know. When it comes to relationships, I've been boo-boo the fool. I just been just walking with my eyes closed. That's why I'm, when I be like, he done delivered me from some stuff, he really has because I had some bad tendencies and like some habits that needed to be broken. That's why I'm like, nah, if you ain't got this, 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 this and this, Mm-mm, we can't. We, we, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Next, so you, you didn't learn you, how to stitch you, your belly. Yeah, you, you got to keep mm-hmm. it pushing, sir. How old are you? I'm 20. You're too young to be stressing, honey. I'm not stressing <laughs> right now. I'm stressing. God, God don't deliver people from stressing. Yeah, that was back then. How old you back then? Back then, I was... 18, 19. Six, I was 16, yeah. 17. Yeah. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? That's why I said he did. That's why I said... That's why I... Girl. Girl. I'm sorry. This girl really just said what I thought she said. She said that a piece of a man is better than no man. I'd rather, I'd rather have a whole man. She said, you know, my girl said a piece of me is better than nothing. I'd rather have I, a I ain't living by that, but I'm just saying what she said. Who's your girl? Oh, Miss Betty. Oh, Miss Betty, you'll sit down. Miss Betty, Betty. Oh, Betty. Did she die with a full man or a piece of a man? That's what I want to know. She died rich. Or did, or, did, or did she die as a clean-up woman? Child, anyway. I don't know. Okay. Next question. Um, young girl, look, I, I, I hate to be the person to say, y'all, look at y'all age. I don't know what y'all want right now, but I'm starting to believe that slowly and slowly every day by people tell me their relationship goes. I be like, how old was you? 15, he was cheating and cheating. I'm like, you're too young to be cheating. you too young to be worried about that. You're you getting in high school. You don't know, like, when you live in the moment, your relationship like that, you live in the moment, you like, man, this, we, we finna grow old together. That's how you feel. Hey, you be, you be so young and like, you 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 never had somebody tell you like this not love. And then and then like and then young. nobody ever. And then that about go back that go back to like our community what we were seeing when we was them them ages in our teenagers. Right. You saw everybody boodle, everybody posture. This my MCM. This my so WCW. You hold of yeah. Yeah. So you were peer pressure. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> She into it. You know, or, or, or it's Valentine's Day in high school, and he done brought this girl Victoria's Secret Nights other stuff. You sitting over there, you just got some, some a heart time. from your mama. <laughs> like, okay, we're talking heart from your mama. What's wrong with it? What's wrong with that? I know, oh, them little, I used to love them little uh, hearts. With the little messages on them, they were so cute. My favorite one was the white ones because they tasted like peppermint. They tasted like them little spearmints. Oh my god! Like I feel like we were. uh, I ain't gonna lie. Now that I look back on it, we were a little too young to be stressing about this stuff. But now since I've gotten old, I've went so long without talking to somebody. You know, having multiple. I hate to say it like that, but multiple talking stages that have failed. Look, I'm glad they failed because now look back on it. It was nothing. And then, and then looking back, I be like, "What's wrong with me?" Like now, I'm talking to them as a person. I'm still growing. I feel like I'm like, is 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 you know, I have one. Yeah, I don't technically. Yeah, I want I want to experience life on my own first. Not that everybody should want, but you know, some people are. Boy crazy, girl crazy, where they feel like they'll die right now, this instant, if they don't have a significant other. I mean, I'd put it like this. You got one now? You still breathing. You still breathing and living. I just started dating since I was 18. So, when I got here. You stuck it out. You stuck it out, friend. That was good for me, friend. 
I started dating when I was sixteen too. I was see well, I was I started talking when I was fifteen, and I started dating when I was sixteen. But y'all, y'all were okay. It was a little mean, and after this, we gonna be gone in a little bit. Y'all know that the little mean that he posted. It said sixth graders. Jamarcus is so fine. Then it said Jamarcus. Jamarcus is a man. I can't tell you, bro. I'm a man. I can't tell you, bro. I'm a man. I can't tell you, <laughs> the perspective from a young, from young eyes is like everything is so fine and dense. And, 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 and then the matching outfits. No. The matching outfits. <laughs> <laughs> the matching hoodies for the me. The king and queen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm the sorry, Disney. I still have it. I, I, y'all, yeah, we were spending our money and daddy's money on other people. Y'all was spending Parents money on other people. I'm sending that hundred dollars. I'm sending every month. Man, man. Oh, the man that wasn't even yours. Man. <laughs> he was. No, he started. Look at him. Good girl. So we hope y'all have enjoyed this. We we y'all enjoy y'all still. I have so much more to talk about. We gonna do a part two. We gonna have to do a part two. Okay, well, we're going to do a part two, y'all. I'm going to let y'all know when we do it. But I just want to thank y'all for joining me tonight, even though it was, it don't feel like we've been talking for an hour. Yeah? Yeah, we've been talking for a whole hour, y'all. It don't feel like it. I feel like with, with this type of subject, it's such a broad subject, so it's like, you talk about one thing, it's going to follow to something else. Next time, yeah. the end going to follow to something else. Everything so it's it's we can go on for like, we can go on for like two hours if we want to, but now we're not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we finna get ready and close up for the night. Mm-hmm. So I just want to tell y'all, thank you for tuning in. We plugged in with Kate. We will be back with another episode. And y'all, y'all, I got a very, very, very special announcement. So y'all just watch my Instagram, watch the Facebook, because this announcement is going to be dropping real, real soon. And we're going to be adding somebody else to the roster, y'all. So just going to get prepared for that. So once again, thank y'all for being plugged in with Kate, and we will see y'all next time. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.